still to this day, whenever I'm about to refer to someone's penis, there's like this race in my head of whether I say dick or cock, like what feels good. Like it's still to this day, I'm like, oh, it's a toss up. Like who's gonna come out on top? Kia ora and welcome to Horny on Main, the safe space for all questions, love and lust related. You can think of me as your sex positive auntie or maybe the woman in the bathroom at the club telling you to dump him because you're way too good for him. I'm Melody Thomas. And I'm Elena Bates. You can think of me as your cousin who loves love and also all things dirty, but who will not hesitate to grab a man by the neck if he grinds on one of my girls in the mosh without their consent. Oddly specific story. Yes. No, I'm looking at you, homegrown. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we have another question from the Renews audience. They usually put a call out on their Instagram story for questions, so keep an eye out there if you have a quandary you'd like us to discuss. I'm super excited about today's question. I think it's an absolutely awesome one. How do you learn what you don't know in terms of what you like or dislike when it comes to sex and foreplay? So this was asked by a 28-year-old female who is pansexual and polyamorous. I am really excited about this too, um, partly because just you know figuring out what you're into sexually is generally an honourable and exciting journey to be on, but also because there's something really onto it in this question and that there's a lot of advice out there that's kind of like, you know, just figure out what you're into, but doesn't go into the detail of how you're supposed to do that, Mm. as this person has said, like how to know what you don't know yet. So really stoked that you've written in. I think a lot of people are probably in a similar situation, like where to from here. Yeah, it's a bit of a riddle. I think part of the answer is always going to be to this kind of question is always going to be um down to experience you know time goes on you have more sexual experiences partnered or otherwise you learn more from the world around you your friends you start to piece Mm. things together you know bit by bit and that's got to be a big part of why older women especially talk about having the best sex of their lives you know they've had time to figure that out plus they're probably you know not sublimating their own needs in favor of their partners Mm. which makes things easier in that regard too but time goes on and you learn but I also do think that you know a bit of curiosity led active exploration you know will never be a bad idea so great let's start thinking about how we can explore this more proactively I think there are different ways to figure out what you like kind of depending on what facet of sex or your sexuality or sexuality you're wanting to kind of explore so I think historically the kind of go-to line has been to figure out what you like oh you should masturbate you know um and I think if you're trying to figure out what sort of touch pressure rhythm you like when someone touches you especially in your genitals then yeah I'd say if that's the part you're trying to figure out then yeah masturbation is a great place to start yeah it's just never a bad idea I don't think I mean maybe in public or but you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a great place to start but also an ongoing practice that we should all continue to devote ourselves to but I think when it comes to masturbation as you know a tool for exploration as well a curious again like slow going masturbation session is going to give you more clues as to what you're into than like a just diving in hunting for orgasm and you know getting out again Mm. so you know you can do things like oh what happens when you get your nipples involved or how does it feel when you take a lot of time to just kind of, you know, massage 
sensitive areas for quite a while before you get to like say the clit or wherever it is that actually leads to orgasm Mm. using your hands versus using toys or both or masturbating in the shower or the bathtub shower head supremacy (laughs) i I had a friend who um told me about how masturbation for her got heaps hotter when you know she'd been kind of quietly masturbating for a lot of her life and then one day she accidentally moaned out loud and was like oh whoa like hearing myself getting off is part of what gets me off here yeah I so relate I feel like I found out similarly in my own time my own my own me special me time Mm. that I yeah audio was a huge one for my own sound and other people's sound was massive Mm. I also think you know reading erotica consuming other erotic media can be a helpful way to kind of get a vibe of what takes your fancy I would say I kind of like prefer written erotica um because it kind of gets you to imagine what is happening like your mind is kind of adding its own little flares to things and it also can be written in the way where you're the character so you know you're not imagining things happening to other people doing things to each other but you're imagining them happening to you so you can see you know oh does that get me excited I love this I've just realized that the whole erotica over maybe visual erotic media is the original the book is better than the movie (laughs) yeah yeah literally no when I um Sometimes I use porn, but like I don't watch it. I just have my headphones in and don't look at the screen. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I, I would like to shout out on that note to erotic audiobook style stories. Like there's an app called Dipsy, which I think you, you do mm. pay for eventually, but you can have a couple of trials first. And, you know, it is you imagining yourself in the situation, but you also have a nice voice reading everything to you. Yeah, I mean, I find porn less immersive, I guess. Sometimes it just feels like I'm watching other people have sex and it doesn't maybe foster the same putting myself in their shoes sort of thing of like Mm. finding out whether it would be hot if that happened to me necessarily. Yeah. I mean, the basic premise of getting off watching other people get off is a great one. But I also find that often with porn, there's a few more minefields for me in terms of gross pop-ups and like, Mm. you know, weird feelings over potential exploitation and the mainstream industry and all that stuff, which doesn't really turn me on. So yeah. I think if you are consuming porn or any other erotic media, you definitely want to take note of what you're seeking out. You know, maybe you find yourself like going back to that same secretary and boss video. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to go bang your boss. I would recommend you do not do that. But there's obviously something in that dynamic that you like, and that could be worth transferring into future sexual interactions like maybe you want to do some role play or play with some power stuff like some sub dom stuff or like kink that kind of thing yeah it's important to kind of note here that what you enjoy consuming versus what you actually enjoy doing and being done to you can be really different and that is totally fine yeah exactly you might know from the get-go that something you're looking at isn't something you want to try yeah yeah and it also made me think of how like a lot of women who identify as straight might just get off on watching lesbian porn or watching gay porn or whatever and it doesn't necessarily mean anything about their sexuality exactly so i reckon let's talk a bit now about exploring this stuff with a sexual partner because it's important to acknowledge that like you can't figure out everything or explore everything by purely masturbation alone, you know. Say you're curious about trying being dominant or really demanding of your partner. Trying that on for size without a partner is not as easy. So if, say, the sex that you're having is more casual and with multiple partners, I mean, the person that wrote to us is polyamorous, so... um wonderful opportunity to be exploring alongside other people I'd say then I think the first step and it's going to sound really obvious is just the old like pay attention to your body and what gets you off and the reason I say that even though it does seem kind of obvious is that I think that we can be quite good at 
ignoring those things, you know. Mm. Or minimizing. Or minimizing them, yeah, exactly. Having a shitty sexual situation and then afterwards being like, oh, well, like that was just, you know, a bad one on and on. Or having a great one and like, oh, that was amazing and on and on. Like without thinking about what was it that I wasn't into, what made me feel shit, yeah. what made me feel great. And then, you know, there's things in that to either avoid or repeat. Yeah. And, you know, like I have found that hard in terms of like I guess putting into practice what I know I'm kind of learning you know I still find it hard sometimes and it can be painful and difficult to admit that in hindsight there have been lots of times where I haven't hit pause when I've stopped enjoying something um you know I guess for me like I I have a sex advice column you know I'm, I'm educated I was raised in a feminist household and and just saying yeah there are still times where uh, I don't find it within me to advocate for myself in that moment but it's a learning process and most of us weren't prepped with the tools to handle it so you know I'm still working on getting comfortable with voicing my feelings and reactions honestly during sex but I think that is really maybe I don't say most important but a, a very important foundation to build that can actually then allow um, for more exploration and curiosity to flourish safely. I don't know about most important either, but definitely like top five or top two yeah. or something. Like it's right up there. <laughs> it's, one of the, it's one of the top hits. It's one of the most important, exactly. Building your confidence and experience with voicing your wants. I also did want to say that practicing the stuff outside of the sexual interactions itself can be really helpful, you know. Yeah. I was thinking the other day about how you do that and I was like, imagine you get a shitty coffee at a cafe take it back and say this isn't what I ordered like even just those little things practicing throughout your life like advocating for yourself in a way that might feel uncomfortable but then actually is absolutely your entitlement is a really good practice and will follow on into these kinds of situations you avoid falling into passive aggression and and resentment by learning to act on those things when they're happening rather than regretting it after the fact yeah but there are obviously other things that are going to make all of this a lot easier and one of those is picking a sexual partner who is going to listen to you who is really responsive who seems to get off on getting you off who's also curious and open you can add whatever you want in here Lena like knows how to laugh and is reassuring when things don't go according to plan which is going to happen if you're experimenting and exploring. Yeah. This kind of stuff can be quite awkward. You know, like I was thinking about the first time you decide that you want to try talking dirty as an example and it can feel so vulnerable and, I mean, maybe not you because I feel like you've been doing that since you were like 12 years old. But no. <laughs> God, you have a warped sense. I've given you the wrong opinion. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because the actual words, you know, you want to say something about your partner's dick but then you realize that dick sounds weird and actually like maybe cock was better or like all that stuff yeah, is still to this day whenever yeah. i'm about to refer to someone's penis there's like this race in my head of whether i say dick or cock like what feels good <laughs> like it's still to this day i'm like oh it's a toss-up like who's gonna come out on top <laughs> exactly pussy and cunt and like it's all it's a bloody it's a linguistic minefield you might like take a deep breath and just say the thing and then maybe that gets your heart racing and you're like shit yeah I did it like I own that that was the exact right thing but you might be like oh god no like take it back take it back it was not the right thing and that's okay too like but you want to be with someone who you can be like oh like I tried that but that wasn't the jam actually like can we yeah you know if it was real bad have a hug if it wasn't that bad like proceed in another fashion like someone who is an active kind of partner and, and it doesn't have to be the love of your life it's just someone who where there's trust and respect and you can be like all right didn't work so well ha 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 on we go I mean at the end of the day 
you are naked rubbing your bits on another naked or multiple naked people and like that is funny it's so funny and weird it's quite weird <laughs> it's great <laughs> you know um just take your time like you know you maybe you want to try this thing out but don't on the way to trying that thing out you know don't try and rush that still enjoy the sex you have before you try the new thing or you know like it's it's great to want to explore and things like that but sometimes you can just like enjoy what you know feels good and just like mm. you'll have those realizations and those ahas and those uh explorations you know when it's time it's it's okay to all unravel. Yeah, there's things that I would say that I'm trying only now, you know, more than 15 years into sleeping with the same person that I wouldn't have before. And partly that's because I just wouldn't have thought to ask or because I wouldn't have been brave enough to, but also because what I'm into has changed so much over time, mm. which at times can be alarming. <laughs> but once you move past that, you're like, oh my goodness, amazing. Because if if that hadn't happened, I'd just be having the same old sex I always was. Um, change is good exploration is good you already are curious we can see that you are well equipped yeah i get great vibes yeah best of luck to you on this exciting journey we're stoked for you and anyone else who's been inspired by your excellent question go forth and explore well done see you soon bye